Come on in, guys. And we're back, Jared. Matt and Jared here. Survivor 44 finale, the podcast where love wins, just like on the season, Jared. Where love wins. I know you were you were deep into Jordan that. Love. You were deep into the reunion, so with you you weren't paying attention to a best ball draft more so than the finale. But did you catch Danny's comment about love winning? Uh, I did. I believe that was right as I passed on Jordan Love, and uh, oh. ironically. You know, here I sit with <laughs> Bryce Young and Brock Purdy as my quarterbacks. Um, anyway, so yeah, I I caught that though. I was listening. I was paying paying very close attention. Um, but the the reu- we can't even call it a reunion, but they just the after show. Yeah, they get more and more pointless as as time goes on. So, but I was thinking, as as Jeff even said tonight. He loves love with Matt and Franny dating as of a couple weeks ago, at least when I last checked on it, they were dating. This is as much of a push as Jeff needs to bring back the live reunion show. He needs to check in on them in real time after this, after the season ends. You can't do that without the live reunion show. Bring it back. If Matt and Franny can do that for us long term. I, they will forever have my gratitude. And that is a hard thing to earn on Survivor these days. <laughs> Probes did say in a recent interview that they are looking at bringing back the live reunion. If they're in I the th- planning th- stage of the plan. I, th- I think he said they would keep the on-island after show and, and bring back the reunion is what they were looking at. Hmm. So would they then extend the finale would they would they shorten the reunion show on the island or just cut out half hour of the actual episode? Uh, I, I'm going to go with cut out in a, ha- a half an hour of go the actual episode. Cut out the actual episode as well <laughs> because we can't trust them to make good decisions. And when they make good decisions, they're buoyed by a bad decision. But hey, if we're getting extra half hour every episode, the math uh doesn't check out on the finale unless we're no. getting a three and a half hour episode on the finale yeah i doubt it but another season in the books jared number four for us number four of the new era and uh, we came in winner. just at the right time a winner that we're happy with we are which 25 percent hit rate shouldn't really be the norm but such is life uh well hey whoa the gabler I would say, given the circumstances, yes. But overall, would you say you're overall happy with him as a winner? I was overall or... happy with Gabler okay. as I a guess, winner. I guess that made me lean happy. Given the, the context, I'm happy with him as a winner. Yeah. yeah. All right. 50%. I thought it was funny, too. I, I just thought it was funny. Yes. He's like more of, a, uh, more of like a Fabio winner. A in... more palatable Fabio winner. Yeah. Yeah. 
Jam Jam with a 7-1 win for the fourth time in a row. Yep. Heidi coming in second, beating Carolyn. Nice job. Hated that. <laughs> Hated that. Way to go, Danny. Good vote. Ugh. Um, Steven Fishback had a tweet that was perfect, like almost perfect last week, either before the episode or during the episode airing. And he was giving his, as he made to, to note, made sure to note unspoiled survivor prediction boot order. Jamie tonight. Correct. Then in, into the finale, Lauren side note, first finale boot, hence her invisibility. Got it right. Carson fire loss. Got it right. And then Heidi zero votes, Carolyn underappreciated goddess jam, jam icon legend winner. So close to just nailing it to the T. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a valiant effort. I didn't see that, but the most oddly specific one was Lauren being the first finale boot. I, I liked his reasoning for it. Um, there's no screen time. Of course, she's going to be out first. And speaking of little hints as to why certain things will happen, we were talking just for a minute before we started recording that you thought there was maybe an outside chance that Heidi might pull it out. And I said I had something to show you that in my mind, gave me definitive proof, or as much as you can have definitive proof, that she wasn't going to win. And fun, funny enough, it's the CBS promo for the finale. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here. Okay. Make sure we share sound. All right. You're seeing this. I am seeing this. Okay. The Too much. Season finale. Okay. And are you hearing it? I am hearing it. Okay. And just for those listening, you you can you should be able to hear it too. Um, the sound is a little off. It's the video itself, um, but it's only 30 seconds, so just bear with us. Let me turn the volume. It's up. Okay. Of Survivor 44. Our final five. Carson. Everyone here knows that I can beat them. Carolyn. It's really been a lot about trusting my heart. Jam Jam. My words are my weapons. I'm going to use them to my advantage. Lauren. I'm fighting for my boys. I'm fighting for my family. And Heidi. <sighs> Settle in. It's the finale of Survivor 44. <laughs> the season finale of Every one of the other four gets an actual winner you know quote unquote winner's moment winner's comment and heidi's just oh wow they're not gonna not gonna give their winner such a such a crappy moment in the finale promo that is the sound of one vote (laughs) i i did i i don't know if i said oh wow but that was my reaction when i saw the one vote yeah yeah okay yeah Yeah. i was i i believe i I think I messaged you when uh, everyone on the jury just got super fired up when Heidi won the fire making challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I, was... I noticed I noticed that, too. And honestly, if I hadn't seen that video, because people on Twitter were roasting it, one for just being disrespectful to Heidi, like everyone else gets a really nice, good moment. And then she just gets that. And so if I hadn't seen that, I think I would have felt the same that, oh, man, is there actually a chance that she that she pulls this out? Yeah, that it seems intentional, like it can't just be an oversight that that was the clip that they gave her. But. Like, why would it be intentional also? 
Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what they were thinking there. Um. But as as we've seen, the creative decisions have been have been wanting from time to time during this yeah. season, Jared. Yep. All right. Well, let's let's get into the actual meat of the episode here. Um, the final five arrive at their new island because this is still a thing that everyone loves and nobody thinks is stupid and pointless. Wait, no, I have that wrong. Nobody likes it. Everyone thinks it's stupid and pointless. I had that mixed. I, it's hard to keep that straight sometimes. But yes. Good it job by them surviving that. There wasn't even an advantage to like have them run off and find that they've done before. Like, I don't want there to be an advantage, but with there's just we got in this last week. We won't do it now. There's just no point to the new to the new beach. There's no point to it. You know how much willpower that takes? Not to, a lot. To over. <laughs> you're, you're right. Not a lot at this point in the game. Okay, so after Heidi's idol play at Tribal, they're all thinking it will be rehidden. And once again, I must plead to the Survivor Gods and idols at Final Six. It's not asking for a lot. What do I what do I always ask for? One round of pure voting. Just one. No chance of idols. Make it through in your own relationships, strategic skills, whatever else you have in there. Pull everything out. That's what makes a good player is being able to survive the vote. Idols at final six. No. What makes a good player is defeating the monster, Matt. Oh, I'm, I didn't even think of the monster, and and I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm glad that. Probes drop that basically right away, looks like. Maybe two seasons in. I don't even remember, but it's done. The more idols, the bigger the monster. At that point, the monster becomes the game, which is not what you want. No, it's not. But no. hey, well, I we'll get to it eventually, but that, that idol that they put back into play. Yes, because they did put one back into play. They showed it many times, and thankfully, it came to be nothing. Um... And then we get the same talk we've had before. Who's the biggest threat? Lauren says Carson. So she's just working on Jam Jam and Carolyn. Carolyn has the right idea. She thinks Carson would be completely loyal to her. And that can play to her advantage. If she does want to turn on Carson, if he won't suspect it, it gives her a much easier route to pulling off the move. Um, but everyone also knows that there's the distinct possibility that the Tika 3 just sticks together. That... They've been there the whole time together. Might as well ride it out to the end or at least the final four together. So Lauren basically knows that if she doesn't win immunity, there's a pretty good chance she's going to be the vote. So what did you think of this final five immunity challenge? I thought it was pretty cool. Nice little obstacle course. Yeah, it, it was a challenge to me. You you do some things and then you finish with the puzzle. Yeah, the puzzle. When you saw the puzzle, what did you put the betting odds at that Carson was going to win? <laughs> Uh, minus 600 minus 350 <laughs> still a pretty heavy favorite in a survivor challenge <laughs> when ostensibly it should be everyone around minus 150 plus 150 somewhere in there but such is life once again it it should be more like someone yeah like minus 150 and everyone else is like well never mind but i <laughs> Not important. We not don't need important. to get into the weeds of, of, <laughs> of handicapping the survivor challenges that have already. I happened. get carried away. Can't 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 fault you for that one though. Get into your passion. Got to go into it. So yeah, they climb through a three level obstacle course. Uh, they collect keys for unlocking a chest, using a rope to drop the chest or drop a ladder. 
climb the ladder to the top of the tower and solve the puzzle. It's it's pretty close. And then, like you said, it's a puzzle. So Carson wins. They try to make it seem like it was close, but it didn't seem like it was all that close. I mean, he didn't run away with it, but he seemed to have it pretty well in hand. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, I was never... The result was never in doubt to me. Yes. Yep. Even as as Probst was saying, oh, Carson's Carson's puzzle integrity or whatever the phrase he used, the structural integrity was maybe wanting, but the dude's a puzzle master. I was going to trust whatever he whatever route he was doing and strategy he chose was going to be the correct one. Yeah. Yep. So he, when so you he build. Wins. Yeah. Sorry. No, not important. No. No, so he wins, gets a tr- also gets a trip to the Survivor Sanctuary, gets to choose one person and only one. He takes Jam Jam. What did you think of that choice? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You're, you're in a rough spot. Like, you probably should take one of your own people. Um, but then it's like, whoever you leave sitting there is going to be against you anyway, or against the person you bring with you. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, Cause you can make the argument for both that, you know, if, if he takes Lauren, cause she's the target, it prevents her from trying to put a coalition against him back at camp. But then he has to trust that Carolyn and jam jam see that as why he chose. And then he doesn't have to manage both of them back at camp whereas if he takes one of them in this case jam jam they can work together to manage the carolyn threat and also if he's not completely on carolyn's side it does give him a chance to discuss a plan with someone that he is close with i think at final five when you have a in probably in his mind a clear three two there's probably less strategy that goes into it if you really think about it but you can make a case for either one, but th- this is probably the only, only interesting part of of the challenge is this one decision, which ended up not being all that interesting. Yeah, no, I like that they went somewhere new, though. Yes, they went to the spaghetti portion of the Survivor Sanctuary. Oh, wow. They need to bring back Cochran as a reward. Get him out to a, a freaking yacht in the ocean with with Survivor Legends or... Or just anybody do do more fun things on the rewards. I it's. I mean, we we can't even budget for a full thirty nine days. What makes us think that the rewards are going to be any good? I don't know, Jared. Expectations of a good show. A once good show. That's yes. That is what is influencing our thinking on the rewards. Yes, but, shocker. Yeah. Uh. It, it's a weird thing to complain about because like we could probably do without the reward challenges most weeks, but like <laughs> when they happen, it still is like I get worked up about it and I, I shouldn't even care. Yeah, I think it wasn't it. I think it was Survivor China where didn't they have the final whatever it was with when Todd won. Or Todd got taken. Can't remember which one, which way it went. Maybe did Amanda win? Either way, they had like a stake in the middle of the jungle. That, that sounds good to me. Which I liked the. Uh, this is just a 
tangent, but the one, uh, the last spaghetti or the most memorable spaghetti challenge, of course, is uh, just eating it until you find the clue or whatever it was hidden underneath. It was hidden on on the plate and then seeing what people would do with the plate. Yeah. Heroes, heroes, hustlers, for those that don't remember this particular reward. That was a that was great TV. <laughs> Put the spaghetti on the tablecloth. I, I Who's love gonna that. know. <laughs> yeah. I, I love when they send them into like the massive not buffet, but of like a free for all of just stuff. So they and it's and they go one at a time, kind of like they did for the spaghetti challenge. And you know there's something hidden somewhere, and it just gets progressively more aggressive as oh i'm the last person here i'm gonna tear this place apart they don't do that stuff anymore have fun with the with the rewards yeah yeah it is it's just it seems like it's been less fun for a while yeah one of one of just i think that's probably only like the one of three complaints we have about the show there's there aren't there aren't many these days right yeah yeah the show in general not this episode just the show in general (laughs) Yep, only the three. All right, so at the reward, Jam Jam and Carson do discuss possibly voting out Carolyn. Jam Jam knows she's played a strong game and realizes that her goofy persona, wild, you know, wild antics might just be masking that, you know, whether intentional on her part or not, or a little combination, probably a combination that might be hiding her truth, hiding her true threat level. But he sees it. He's a smart player, evidenced by the rest of tonight. Carson leaning towards Lauren um, because news to me, she has a lot of friends on the jury. I that's one of the things I was going to I was going to ask if you were more surprised at what a big threat she was or that like she had really good relationships with everyone there because I didn't know either of those. It's like, I mean, she she can be a threat because people say she's a threat, which then makes her a threat. Like, it can just be a self-fulfilling prophecy, especially if you go in front of the jury at tribals and say, oh, this person is such a threat, and you never vote them out, then that person makes it to final tribal. They're saying, well, you call this person such a threat. Why are they still in the game? You can make it happen. Kind of like the the go-to example is Dr. Allison from David yep. vs. Goliath. Everyone says she's such a big threat. And then it just becomes, because people say she is, that she becomes one by virtue of people thinking she is. And, and yeah. but, but Lauren here seems there seems to be some proof to that. She's good at challenges, won a couple, and apparently has great relationships, which would have been nice to see. It would have been. But remember, last week I I was trying to put together like just a completely out there, well not out there, but I was trying to put together a realistic scenario for Lauren winning the game in my head. Mm-hmm. And just like so many things would have had to go right. But in theory, I thought like, okay, maybe she could get there like in in like a one out of a hundred scenario. And then we show up this week and it's like, oh, yeah, huge threat. A lot of friends on the jury. <laughs> yeah. And I thought she had more of a chance than you did. Yes, I thought she I thought I thought she and Heidi had. Next to zero. Nothing is ever zero in Survivor, but I thought they were as close as it can be, pretty much. Uh, so we get 
back to camp and care or Lauren tells Carolyn that Jam Jam had suggested Carolyn as a potential vote at the last tribal council. And Carolyn thought that Jam Jam had been completely, completely loyal to her. So she's now not so sure about where she stands, where she wants to go. Uh, but Lauren, rightfully so, isn't completely certain of Carolyn's intentions. So she does go idol hunting. We head to tribal without knowing if she found it or not. Did you think she had found it? Yeah. Yeah. They made it seem uh, pretty obvious. Like she had looked up in the tree at exactly the location that the idol was. I thought the same thing. And then my thought was. That was a very obvious edit to make to make that connection to probably to make you think that she found it, even though she didn't. It just felt too on the nose to show that and then not just show her finding it. I'll but tell you what, they got me. Probably not the only one. And then, oh boy, this, this Tribal Council performance was, from a gameplay standpoint, not great. Uh, I Well, I agree that the Tribal Council itself was poor. Um, I think that's one of the only other things that I sent you throughout the course of the night, but... Mm-hmm. I'm curious in what way you thought the performance was bad and who performed poorly. Lauren, because she didn't, from what we saw, didn't make a single effort to swing the vote. She just said, it's me or Jam Jam. If it's me, it's me. And here's why I still had such a positive experience. Here's why I'm proud of what I did. Yada, yada, yada. Great. Good for you. Have those feelings when you're officially out of the game. Yeah, yeah. If there is any shot that you could still be in there, then you got to try and take it. I like as far as the word performance goes, I was thinking like, well, if her objective was just like to let everyone know what a great time she had, then like, yeah, I guess it was a like she did fine at that. <laughs> but like, yeah, if you're if you're trying to play to win, then uh it was a little odd. And I, I know they can only edit with what they have, but it made it very obvious that she didn't have the idol because of how emotional she was getting. Well, I was I had the same thought, and this is where I actually thought the reverse thing was true, where I'm like, if she puts this much effort into making it seem like she doesn't have an idol and then she just whips one out and like nukes someone out of the game... I I was like totally going to swing <laughs> thinking that she should win, but that did not happen. I, I, I had kind of the same line of thinking, but it was too much. Like you are a professional actor. If you can pull it off like she did yeah. and not have it be legitimate. Yeah, so but I, know, I thought that. Yeah, I know the show like at this point, they probably thought great TV moment, great personal moment. Let's just show it. But it did make it in my mind, at least pretty obvious that she was going to be the vote. Also, because Jam Jam did not get a final moment or anything that could be construed as a final moment. Like, they weren't going to give him an overlooked send-off. If he he was going to get voted out of the game, he was going to have a moment. And they they never gave gave him anything close to it. I wasn't even paying attention to that part, but that... You were probably so moved by, by Lauren's 
comments that because that's what you care about in this game. I was I was so frustrated. Like I get that you want to give her a nice send off and like if she has a lot of friends on the jury and she was one of the beloved cast members then great but like I just don't need to hear someone talk about how awesome they are for like five minutes in a row like right before they lose yeah is is that what you thought you're talking about how awesome she was that's how you took it yeah it's just like that's what they all do oh I didn't think I'd come here and look at me I'm powerful and strong and (laughs) like okay good yep that's that's nice like it, I I would feel a little better about it if I didn't hear the previous 13 people that left the show say the exact same thing. But yeah, I that <laughs> it just seems to everyone seems to feel good when they leave and think very highly of themselves and how they performed. So everyone was, everyone was way too happy tonight, way too positive. I think so. But we need way more negativity, way more, way more uh, animosity. Yeah, hundred percent, and we'll get we'll get to that later. But I, I am a thousand percent in agreement with that. Without a doubt, it sounds it sounds ridiculous, and from coming from me, it it's probably like, oh yeah, it's his brand. But like, no, no, that's actually, yeah, that's kind of what needs to happen. All right, and we get to the so that brings us to the vote, and Lauren does not play the idol because she didn't have one to play. She's voted out three, one, one. A smart vote by Jam Jam voting for Heidi. Mm-hmm. Great read. One realizing that every the other three were all voting for Heidi, or I mean, sorry, we're all voting for Lauren. Wasn't going to be a second vote on his name to throw that vote on on Heidi in case there was an idol, just to give himself a fighting chance on a revote. So great play from our guy. Love to see it. Uh, but doesn't matter in the end. Lauren is out. We're on to the final four, and in a big twist, Jared. They have Samotion for the Final Four Challenge. I was not expecting that. I love this challenge. I think it'd be very fun to play and try out on our own. They go back to it too often. They do, yeah. They. It's gotten to the point where I was actually surprised they didn't have it last season. Give us, for the, fi- the final challenge, the final immunity challenge, I love the big, massive, physical obstacle course. Go up and down a massive slide. Like the Redemption Island, the final Boston Rob challenge is awesome. The the world's apart when they have that big slide to go down, then run back up the stairs. Give us that. Give us the one where they're running across the little jungle gym type thing, the different stations. Give us something big and physical and epic. Yeah, or at least like... At least a little in a while. Yeah, yeah. A little endurance would be nice. I'm not saying like make it so like only the most physically powerful player there can win it, but like it it needs to be really, really hard. And if it's not gonna be one of those physical ones like you said, just make it like at least an hour long willpower challenge. I mean, hand on an idol, the very first final immunity challenge. That one still plays like mm-hmm. here's the first and we'll see about last see if it's the last or not reference to our Aussie survivor there in the last couple seasons 
their final immunity challenges have been like semi-physical torture, like literal torture. <laughs> it's great. You're watching people be in like the most physically compromising positions they can be in and just willpower. They're just grinding their way through it. It's spectacular. It's it's riveting television to watching for watching people essentially stand in one location. Yeah. It's well, great. I just stuff. How bad do you want it? It's a million dollars and the title of Soul Survivor. How bad do you want it? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but it's the motion. And Carolyn drops first, followed by Jam Jam. So it's Carson versus Heidi. And Carson drops, giving Heidi the win and securing a second place finish at best. I thought third place was guaranteed. But then this was the other really fun part that you that you loved. Jeff says that she's guaranteed a spot in the final three. And then she says, unless I go into fire. And Jeff's like, what? Why'd you say that? <laughs> He's like, you're right. <laughs> that is a thing you can do. Uh, we don't need to litigate the fire challenge every season. So unless you've changed your mind on it or have new thoughts as to why it sucks, I think we can basically move on from our thoughts on it. Yeah, let's do that. It, let's accept that it's bad. Yeah. The one thing I'll say, which I'm going to jump ahead a little bit before I go back, is that so Heidi puts herself into the challenge and then and then wins and then still only gets one vote. Hopefully that this will have some effect on future players who win the Final Four immunity, just giving the middle finger to even thinking about putting themselves in the fire. Cassidy, yeah. Cassidy said it great last season. It feels like you are punishing me for winning the challenge and then not putting my spot in the final three at risk. It's a benefit <laughs> to win that challenge. It should be. You should not be punished yeah. by, by winning the most important immunity challenge of the season. Yeah, It's like rewarding poor fundamentals. Yes. Like the fundamentals of Survivor, you win immunity and you don't get voted out. Yes. Except for when you turn back time in one of the <laughs> dumbest twists of all time. Thank you, Danny McRae, Survivor hero, for, for just calling out jeff on that um speaking of the of the fire challenge though um gabby pascuzzi from david versus goliath mm -hmm. had what i thought is a really great tweet about um the, the final three semi-joking but i'm pretty sure a little bit of seriousness in there if i won immunity for final three i would simply bring fire making materials to tribal council and set it up at the same time as the fire making challenge and just demonstrate that i could hypothetically beat both of them rather than give it giving up my spot at immunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, bring her back. We need to see it. Bring her back. That's just, just the visual of that is just beyond gold. I need to, is it like on the ground? Like would, where would this third fire be built? You, you make it happen. You bring the husks, you make it happen. <sighs> Imagine Jeff's face. <laughs> if someone just walks in with a just a kit of fire making material <laughs> that's the kind of thing i was wondering like in my head i've gone to these hypothetical scenarios where like how far could i go with them still leaving my like less than uh less than appreciative action 
in the show. <laughs> like, because, like, there's a lot of things I feel like I could say or comments I could make about the game that they just, like, wouldn't put on TV. <laughs> and... Like that would be that's too much to leave out. Like if she does that, that's you can't just leave that out because you, you couldn't. You'd have to just never show like it'd be impossible to to edit that out of the, the episode without making it very awkward and obvious that you were cutting something out. Yeah. That's a that's I a mean, ten out of ten idea. I mean, my guess is probes would just say you can't do that and not let them go through with it. But even someone doing that and trying to would just be top top five conservatively moment of all time in the show. Yeah, you can you can take the dragon's shirt out of the television, but you can't take the television out of coach. I I was wondering you were gonna pull it together, and then you absolutely did not. It almost makes it better. Yeah, something like that, though. You know, <laughs> you, like, yeah, they'd have, have to turn it on. We know what you're trying to say. Um, but <laughs> before the challenge, we see everyone practicing for fire. Jam Jam and Carolyn apparently could just make fire in their sleep. Just there's like casually talking, just making fire and just <laughs> crushing it. My fire is better than yours. Well, mine's pretty good. Mine's on an incline. Mine's also an incline. No, it's not. It's not an incline. I mean, it was that was great. Great moment. Those two just dominating fire. And then poor Carson, who just just can't do it. What did you think of Jam Jam coaching him on how to make fire? It was an interesting thing to put in the episode. Like, I don't know if I have. Uh, gosh. I know what he's trying to do, because like if you've committed to the three of you being the final three, and like you've just justified that in your head and saying this is what we want, then go ahead, help him. Like, and he said he didn't want to watch him embarrass himself up there. And that's that's fine if that's what you're going for. But I I did have the thought in my head of watching this happen, being like, dude, what are you doing? Like you are you are literally like six hours away from winning this game right now, and you're doing the one thing you can't do. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. There are very few people who can do that and have have me like not just rail against them. Broad strokes in general terms, this was so stupid. But Jam Jam has proven that this is just kind of who he is. So it did make sense for his persona, his character to do it. But it goes back to what we talk about every other episode is the casting. Give us some assholes on this show. Give us someone making fun of Carson for not being able to make fire or just being like, oh, it's such a relief that he's so bad at fire. If I go against him, I know I'm going to win. Give us someone who will make that comment. Yeah, well, they're also telling Jeff, like, well, when Jeff was talking about Carolyn and the challenges, he's like, oh, no, I'm never like belittling people at the challenges. Uh, yeah, that's what's wrong with the show now, Jeff. Yes, you should be belittling them. <laughs> yeah. Um. There was one moment in the in the first immunity challenge where like they're retrieving like the keys and stuff. And um, I was just like, I would give anything for like two people because they're like what knocking keys down and going to get them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would give anything for two people 
to knock their keys off at the same time and one person just go throw the other person's key like into the ocean or something like that. And it's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, <laughs> do would they stop the challenge? I don't know. Has anyone ever tried that? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. throw it into the forest. Like challenge sabotage? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, in this new era of Survivor, they're not going to cast anyone who would even do that. But that is, I don't like you for putting that idea into my mind because now I need to have that happen. Yeah, and I'm never going to see that happen. It would be so funny. Like, it would be so unexpected and so funny. Just do it. Like, we, you've, you're, there's five people left in the game. The, the stakes are as high almost as they will ever be. If you're not going to do it there, you're never going to do it. So, just picturing that in my head, especially picturing like Jam Jam doing it or Carson, <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, like Jam Jam is, yeah. go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think Heidi would be the most likely person to do it out of everyone. Like, I could, I could picture her doing it more than anyone else. Maybe Jam yes. Jam. Maybe Jam Jam. But I think Heidi. I, I like that because it's it's the thing we always talk about in, like, just dumb talks when we're hanging out is no one here is likely to do X, Y, Z. But who is the most likely to do it? <laughs> those, those are always always fun hypotheticals to, uh-huh. to go over. Um, but, like, I like Jam Jam. I like that he did this. There's always a place in the game for players like him who are going to be this nice and empathetic. But it just feels like if production has their way, there are only places for players like him. Yeah, and that's Which, the kind of player that would get eaten alive in like a Heroes versus Villains. Yep. Like now, if Jam have... Jam 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 could probably hang just because he's so lovable. But yeah. That that basic mindset, like Boston Rob would would like punch him in the face if he saw someone helping someone else out yeah sandra can you imagine sandra like like going up trying to win against someone and oh yeah here let me uh let me help she threw russell's hat in the fire (laughs) for strategic like psychological warfare she she dumped the fish on accident and then let her closest ally take the blame (laughs) for it (laughs) she ate the sugar out of the jar specifically to to further the rift between Michaela and JT. Like the fish incident does not get talked about nearly enough that I I need to I need to reference that way more. But yeah, yeah that that's exactly what we're saying here. Like on on a season of players like that, the the kindness is not going to play well, but on a season of all very very kind players, then well, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't really stick out at that point. You're not going to pay a price for it. Right. Uh, so we get to the final final four tribal, and Heidi puts Carolyn in the final three, says Carson's going to go to fire, and then says she is going into, going into fire against him, sending Jam Jam and Carolyn to the final. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on mute. I'm, I'm still laughing at... Uh... Sandra spilled a bucket of fish and let her closest ally take the blame for it. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. Back on track. Um, I mean, in you, the, you that, is that a, again? It is a great, great moment in Survivor history. Um, just repeat. recapping the the, the yeah. fire. Heidi puts Carolyn into the final three. Okay. Names Carson as the first 
prior competitor and says Jam Jam is also going to the final three, leaving herself to go against Carson. And she wipes the floor with it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, hey, he got he got a solid flame going at least, but it was uh, it was a, a raging fire. I mean, she set the record for a fast fire. <laughs> yeah, which we're at eight seasons of it now, nine seasons of the, of the final four fire, I think. Although he was was he talking about because there have been other final four fire just by voting. Was he talking about all? Final Four Fire, or just since it was instituted as mandatory or Force Fire at Final Four? I I would say both. Like, okay. Yeah, because I think Gabler set the record last season. Ah, it's that's becoming it. too easy. Gotta get rid of it. Yeah. That's... But Jared, do you know what the what the what the true Final Four Fire record is? That neither one of them uh between Sundra and Becky could start one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the real record. <laughs> That's the only, only record I recognize when it comes to Final Four Fire. Yep. Uh, what a moment. A lot of great, a lot of great old Survivor references. And what I would have loved in this moment, because we had we had referenced earlier how the jury was like going wild at this moment. If someone had been like us and just watching it just with zero emotion and just like Matt, like what what happened? That was a huge moment. What, what are we doing? Final four is stupid. I don't I don't care about this. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. give us one person who just will openly talk talk smack about some of the dumb things about the game in the game. Just say final four fire sucks, Jeff. I don't, I don't care about this. This this is dumb. Yeah, it's it just so goes against what they're trying to accomplish, and that like like 18% of every episode is dedicated to like convincing the fans that are already watching the show, how great a show it is. So yep. I don't, yeah, I don't see that happening, but it would be, Oh, it'd be incredible. All right. Well, that gets us to the final tribal and this final tribal was annoyingly positive. Yep. No, uh, no hard hitting questions really. Um, yeah, Carson Carson talked for about sixty percent of the time. Uh, yeah. Bringing on one more tweet into this, Dalton Ross, Jeff Probst asked asked the, the jury to challenge the Survivor Final Three, and the jury was like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> now nah, let, let's let's just sing phrases, no matter no matter what's happening. Yeah, I did love love Carson bringing out the stats though. Oh yeah, analytics needed more of that. I hadn't I hadn't looked up Heidi's voting record, but when he had said Jam Jam and Carolyn they both around like ninety percent voted correctly, I wanted him so badly. I don't I don't know if this is what the numbers would have been and be like and Heidi you voted right thirty two percent of the time, yeah, just something hilariously low. It probably wasn't that bad, but she's the only one we didn't get. So, but that would have been that would have been great. It's amazing what one shocking statistic like that can do for an argument. Yes. We didn't get it, though. We didn't get it. Um, But yeah, it was just compliments, positivity. There's a place for that. Like, if you're stumping for, you know, your your preferred winner, yeah, that's what you're going to do. But nobody, nobody dug in. Nobody pushed anyone really in anything. It was just, you're all so great. Tell us why you're great. Well, even Carson, like, 
obviously, you know, he has an allegiance to Carolyn and Jam Jam, and he's trying to play up their games. And it's like, then he'll say, and Heidi, like, I, I it's just because I, I didn't really play with you, but like, I know you, you played a great game. Why don't you tell everyone about it? And, well, are, are you like trying to make a pitch for your own people or, or like, what's the, point of what's happening here are we just trying to make everyone look good and then go home yeah also Heidi also had a very good voting record just just to be clear on it but okay but yeah it was I, I feel like Carson is just so positive just as a person again issue with the cast get get someone who 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 hates some people out there like give us some Randy Bailey's and, and Corinne Kaplan's get us I mean, Corinne took it too far when she when she when she like insulted Sugar's dead dad or whatever it was. But <laughs> on gosh. a lesser level, that's the kind of energy <laughs> we need again. Yeah, we. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a happy medium, but um, maybe maybe not. Maybe we don't need a happy medium. Yeah, it was just it was it was boring. Final Tribal should be. When you, I mean, they're they're trying to fight their way for a million dollars. It's not like they're just fighting for a a new car or just title of Soul Survivor. This is a million dollars. Make them earn it. Even if even if you're friendly with someone, at least at least push them. Make them. You know, if they say something that doesn't quite make sense, go back to them on it. Say that doesn't track with what you said earlier, whatever it was. Make them defend their game. Make them earn it. Yep. No, no arguments from me against what you're saying. It should be hard. They should want you to really have to like perform under pressure in that situation to get their vote. And it's like, do you think they just all go in? Because they said none of our minds are made up. But like, I, I never take that at face value. Yeah, because like you go in and then you don't ask any questions. So like, well, I mean, you ask questions and you're just kind of like basing your vote on who gives you like the best pitch or speech or something. And yeah, I feel like they say they go in with a fully open mind. But if that were the case, the last four votes wouldn't all been seven one. Unless I don't I don't think and I don't think anyone's given such like a masterful final tribal, like a like a Cochran or uh, who's another or like or like Todd or somebody where it's like oh they they won the game right or they cemented the game right here. Jeremy Collins, another one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That yep. those instances where the final tribal performance makes that you know firm of a case, I feel like are are rare. So people go in. Even if they won't admit it, they go in leaning one way or the other. And if they were truly open, we'd see some five twos or four threes or six one one. We'd see something where it's not so much of an almost unanimous decision that even if they're just talking at Ponderosa and saying, oh, man, Jam Jam is doing such a great, you know, great job socially or or that 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 idol play by whoever was was so great reading the, the vote like that, that th- that just sticks in your head that I feel like people want to think 
they're open and they want other people to think that their mind is open, but it, but it's really not. Okay, that seems about right to me too. But uh, and I don't even know if I would want people going in with a completely open mind. Like I, it's like uh, the game has already been played. Like let's not have a hundred percent of our decision be based on final tribal council. But like let's also not <laughs> let's not pretend like we're just coming yeah i have no idea i i don't know what's gonna happen tonight yeah yeah it's it's dumb i thought and i don't know if this is where he won the game but i i think jam jam's best point at least from what they showed that at least for me was talking when they asked a question about like how did you use your emotions in the game carolyn had a great story as well but jam jam talking about seeing like the twinkle in your eye when you're talking about something in real life you know uh a spouse or relationship or your job or whatever and then looking in your eyes when, when, you, when they're talking about the game and that same like twinkle or brightness is not there and then knowing that's when you were being deceitful and then being correct with it that was that was awesome yeah that was like a really specific like uh he used a few people from the jury uh i think he's saying he meant to say more blank i think on the face but like he said bland um i was wondering about that because yeah. bland, i i thought i because i watched it back i heard bland the first time and blank the second time okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure he meant blank yeah however it came out yeah so he, he cited a few people um but yeah i if he was actually doing that in the game or maybe he just made it up and didn't do it but it was a great argument nonetheless I and mean, because it also speaks to the social part where he he knows that like oh when Kane is talking about Lord of the Rings like that's something he loves and I can see it in his in his eyes when he's talking about something he's passionate about and so it I mean he he kind of doubled it there really really well and that was one of the better like specific moments that I can recall from from recent tribal councils yeah yeah not bad for uh <laughs> for a a not so thrilling tribal council. Um, yeah, that was, that was probably the highlight. Yeah, he at least gave us a, a moment to point to that, that we liked, which which is good. Would have been unfortunate if the final tribal where someone wins a million dollars, which is completely you know, void of any notable answer or, or, or moment. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you're going to get to this, but I thought in general, Carolyn did a really really good job overall like mm -hmm. she made no mistakes she was really genuine um like put up a, a good argument for herself and like if you decided that you wanted to vote for like the most like the most authentic person from your season who had also played a good game that would have been a, a completely reasonable vote to make. Yeah, there were there were two there not to put Heidi down, but there were two acceptable, suitable, worthy, deserving winners at Final Tribal, which was which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they they did her a, a little dirty, but it was I mean, Jam Jam was a, a really deserving winner. I just uh, it's tough to see zero votes for Carolyn like after that entire season. Yeah, come on, give her a second place. 
And I, Heidi got off to such a rough start when she interrupted Jam Jam on the, on the first answer. Like, I know. And, and he wasn't even like attacking her or anything. It's. Yeah, I you, was. You got you got to read the room. Yeah, my my mom was watching at her house like just solo and uh, we had kind of synced up like watching live and when that happened like she just immediately texts me she's like oh my gosh shut up (laughs) (laughs) right away instantly also they will let final travel go basically as long as it needs to you will have a chance to rebut anything that somebody says and i get you want to say it right away so you don't forget it but the interrupting now if, if he had been like insulting her sure go for it interrupt defend yourself but he was just getting an answer that she like kind of disagreed with yeah and like then someone... and then and then he explained his answer and just it just shut her down <laughs> yeah she's like okay yeah yeah that was i i think it wasn't necessarily a bad performance from heidi it was just not it wasn't the kind of a performance that was going to change your vote to her unless your name's Danny. Yeah. When you're fighting an uphill battle, like she was, you've got a pretty much, here's a reference for you. Bowl a perfect game, more or less. Yeah. And it's, well, what was Danny's reason for voting for her? He's like, yeah, she just like really wanted it. When she when be, I think it was because of the putting herself into the fire. Yeah. Like she, she took a chance to show us how bad it or how much it meant to her. And okay, yeah, it, I I guess I would have been upset if it ended up being like a four, like a five three win or like a four three one win for her, and that was the deciding vote. Yeah, but seven to one, I'll disagree with the one vote, but I'm not gonna hang on to it. All right, Jared, that's it for the season. Anything of note for the? the after show i don't i don't think so it was same interesting to see jeff pull out the fake idol but i think he thought that was a bigger moment than it actually was and well he also knew he'd get the reaction out of jamie that he got which when she said this is the best twist ever biggest twist ever no it's not (laughs) like like just absolutely that's not just unequivocally (laughs) <laughs> I think well maybe she meant it like for her like that's the best like unexpected thing that could have happened like to me <laughs> that I didn't get voted out or my idol didn't leave the game with someone else because there was no idol to leave yeah I was surprised that so that just didn't didn't come up at Ponderosa like Kane did not tell her like about that or anything Kane thought it was an idol he thought it was a real idol Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. On, only Matthew knew with certainty yeah, and he who was there. out of the game Okay, that, that, it, that it was fake. He was the only player that could officially confirm it. Yep, gotcha. So that was good. Um, Yeah, other than that, did you watch the 45 promo? Sure did. I, based on that, I think you're the same reaction I did. It did <laughs> nothing for me. <laughs> Looks average. The the dude with the stereotypical Boston accent could be fun. The Let's guy hope. who the guy who said I'm a big fan of villains. I'm not a 
Then he says, I'm not a bully. I'm opportunistic. Started off strong. What we want. And then he should have said, I am a bully. <laughs> like, imagine that. I, I'm a big fan of villains. I want to bully people around on this island. So, hold on some hope for him. But, yeah, this... Like, I was... I was surprised at how little excitement I felt from this. That's, I would say I'm surprised, but it's usually about what I get now. I, is... But I think even for the the first four seasons of this new era, I mean, 40 was different because it was, it was back. It was exciting. Um, but 41, 41 or 40, I'm sorry, for season 41, 40 was when it was at war. Obviously, that was exciting. 41 was the, so I was back. There's that kind of excitement level. Two, three, and forty-two, three, and four. I still felt that excitement, and this one was just. This looks like a show that is going to be on next fall, and I will watch it <laughs> for more time than it usually is. Yes. So, uh, again, it's a short snippet. They have to be careful what they're showing this early, but this far out and before anything airs. But wow! But a guy Bruce is back. As the first first returning player. Good. Yeah. He'll um play a play a really exciting game, I'm sure. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, any any closing thoughts, things we didn't cover that you need to get off your chest about Survivor 44, Jared? I don't think so. No. It was I, I will remember it slightly better than it was just because Jam Jam won and the last six episodes were adequate. And when you finish with that streak, that is, you know, six out of 13 episodes, which obviously like that hit rate to be higher. But from where it started, I well, think keep it, in mind, I said adequate. Half of the episodes were adequate. Yes. But from where it started, we were talking about an episode or two that were in contention for the all-time worst of this <laughs> of the series. Yep. Like the bottom of the barrel worst. Yep. And so to even finish on this high of a note from where it started, like as we said before, funny how it happens when you when you when you let the players play, the show gets better. It does. Yeah. Um not not a ton better, but but watchable. Yeah, I mean, if you give if you give us a full season of minimal production interference and just let the players play the game, I think this would have been a much better season, given what we saw the cast was capable of when they let them do their thing. I think it could have been it could have been overall a pretty good a pretty solid season if production hadn't really screwed the pooch early on. Yeah, yeah, because if these ones if these ones made it pretty good down the stretch. I uh, you could assume at least a few of the early boots had a little more depth than we were aware of. And and we would have seen more of the storyline develop. So some of these later episodes would have maybe been better than what they were when they were, you know, average or so. But we'll see what lessons Survivor learns from the season. Probably that more bird cages are needed. More bird Double. cages, more fake idols, no real idols, or or just more real idols. So everyone gets one to start. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see what forty five brings. Um, but we as we teased and talked about a little bit before, we do have some 
tentative plans for the offseason. We have a couple ideas. We might need to choose one or the other, but we maybe mix in both. So the first one, the smaller one, is Jared finally watches Australian Survivor. And we do not an every episode recap. That'd be too much, I think, for the summer. But kind of a, a here and there check-in, like pr- watch the premiere, check-in, maybe first two episodes, merge, finale. And of course, if there's any major moment, if Jared, if you watch, you know, a three episode stretch, gotta talk about it. We'll do that. But that one's in the card. But the big one, the big project, which which has got the blood, the blood, blood running on on J- in Jared and Chris and me, but more so on them, especially on you. You I feel like you're just all in on this, is is tearing the survivor characters. And so just a little preview to what that would be, so to work out the final details that you said before would be when I looked at the cast and all the seasons, I think we're doing either merge or jury where it starts because depending on the season, sometimes there's merge but no jury, occasionally jury but no merge. You know, where do you so like if you get to either one, you're in the list. And when I tallied it all together, 420 players. So huge project. Probably his favorite number too. <laughs> I think his favorite number is 69 now. Um <laughs> huge project. Probably won't get it done in just in the offseason. Unless you want to just have incredibly long episodes. Cause we can depending on the season, because because I think we would do it where we officially tier a player after they've appeared and you know, after we cover their final appearance. Um, so like Borneo, for example, Wigglesworth and Hatch and Suhawk and Jervis wouldn't get tiered. We, we would maybe mention them because they're there, but they wouldn't get actually placed until all stars and game second chance and blood versus water, whatever else might be. Um, that's when they would do it. So some episodes would be, would be shorter than others. Um, so if they kind of game out. In this chunk of seasons, there'd be this many players, maybe do two or three at a time, depending on. I think we would probably want to try to knock out 41 to 44 all at once. Just get it out of the way. Yeah, I I would even propose only doing one through 40. Interesting. Interesting. Some yeah. to discuss. Yeah. But... Um, I will tell you there there are no S tier characters in the new era. A couple could be there, but no one's there yet. I know that much. Um, so yeah, so the few final details to work out, but that is hopefully going to get started this summer. Don't know when. Um, got some more prep work to do because there's a lot to go into getting that ready. So the episodes aren't a complete disaster. They'll be a bit of a disaster with how nonsensical this is, but not a complete disaster is what we're going for. Um, so you got that to hopefully look forward to again. We'll try to keep updated on that. But the best place to be updated or stay updated is follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Llama Talk Pod on Twitter. Talk Llama Pod on Instagram. Make sure you are subscribed so that if you're forgetting about it and all of a sudden episode publishes, you will get it notified in your feed, Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast. We are there. And for the last time on Survivor 44, and until next time, for Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambage. And we will see you next time for another Scoop of the Christmas Eve.